Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to episode two of Weekend at Berkman's, where we talk about everything and nothing. Uh, of course, you've not heard this podcast yet, but we're still working with the fine folks at Apple to go ahead and get this published. Apparently, there's some sort of supply chain issues. Uh, I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder, and howdy, the howdy. Berman Hunter, and the Berman mm-hmm. Hunter, Stephen Haddix. Welcome, guys. It's good to be here, Mike. Thanks for uh, another week. Happy another week, indeed. So I another do want to start indeed. with. Well, I want to start with this week in golf. Uh, beautiful TPC, Louisiana, the Zurich Classic. Uh, I don't know how much you guys watched. Looked like a wire-to-wire win for Cantlay, Shawflay. Uh, third place though, Samuel Ryder, mm-hmm. not related to the original Samuel Ryder, but mm. definitely related to my question. So how do you guys feel about match play, team play golf outside of the Ryder cup? We need more or need less of that? Yeah. You know, it's a tough one. Uh, I, I kind of like the Ryder cup president's cup as the, those are the bastions of team golf for, you know, non-team sport that it is. I'm a tough sell on this. I, I'm not, I'm not, I watched, I, I gotta be honest. I wasn't ex- as excited about watching. I mean, it was fun to watch, but I just, it wasn't as, you know, as big a deal. I, I've heard it's not as, you know, if you win this one, yeah, I think you go back a couple of years, you got some guys that won. I thought they were going to get more out of it, more exemptions and what have you, but it wasn't because it's just not as, not as a big a deal. I, I'm torn. I got to be honest. I like the Ryder Cup and President's Cup for team events. Uh, I don't know. I'm 50-50. That's, that's terrible. But uh, that's, that's where I'm at. Well, yeah, you got I'm the Olympics, the... right? Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Is I it mean, the country yeah. affiliation or is it the, the team play? What, what's making it exciting? What were you going to say there, Stephen? Yeah, I was going to say I'm the same way. This, this, um, I think they're doing the right thing, trying to shake it up. It is nice every uh, couple months that they try to shake it up with the team play, match play kind of a situation. But for me, it's this course. Uh, this course doesn't do a whole lot for me. I, I really watch a lot of my PGA tour based on the course and based on how excited I am to, to see the course and see the big names come out. Definitely were some big names this week, but um, course didn't do much for me. I watched a little bit today. Um, but yeah, just the excitement wasn't there. It's not the same. And our, uh, you know, Cajun, Cajun uh, wannabe friend Shuffle wins. So good for him. I don't, I don't think that course gets great reviews, does it? I feel like they've tried to move that tournament maybe in the past and it continues to be there every year. I think the most exciting thing is the Gators on the course. So <laughs> it's a, it's a t- it, it tough, tough weather window too, right? I mean, it's always warm. You never know. April's a crapshoot here in the deep South. Yeah. I don't know. It, good for those guys. I'm glad they won. It's good for charity. I can't, too. uh, it wouldn't be this week in golf. I didn't talk a little bit about the Saudi league. So uh, a couple of funny things here. Uh, one, you know, I don't know what you were referring to last time, Stephen, about uh, Gary players indiscretions, but apparently during a warm up round, I believe at the masters, he was wearing some Saudi live uh, paraphernalia. And then of course, uh, 
the big name Robert Garrigus has gone ahead and submitted to play in the Saudi League first name. So Greg Norman and company are off and running with Robert Garrigus. So I think this is just the beginning, guys. Uh, we got some tournaments coming up in June or something, big purses. And uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Garrigus, but uh, let's see what happens next. I mean, I think the last time he saw the leaderboard on a weekend was like 2017 or so. So not a hot name, but maybe uh, he was the first one to stick his neck out there and the ball's going to start rolling. But uh, yeah, Garrigus. They're, they're going to, we're going to give them the best over there in Saudi. I wonder what his contract is going to be. I know that there was a lot of big money being thrown around. I think uh, 50 K or so is going to get Garrigus. So they're going to get him for a steal, not even a barrel of oil, single barrel for, for Garrigus. Uh, was that what you were talking about with player or is there other stuff I need to go well, do some more digging on? There's that. Uh, I think it was the previous year's masters, either 21 or 20. Uh, player's son was out there strategically holding golf balls to get the logo out there to promote his golf ball company um and now he's been banned uh from the uh from augusta national so you won't see him out there schlepping the bag for the Mm. single drive um but yeah it keeps going on that's just in the past couple years um if it wasn't for his him being very old in that high kick i think he'd be about irrelevant now, but he, he keeps his name out there with these uh, questionable acts with him and his family. All right. And I know, uh, I know, Lord, I know, yeah, you know, I, I, it's, it's this week in golf, Mike, I, I think it's a, a little known fact, but on the PGA Tour champions, as IT people, I want you to know that this week's winner, this is a deep, deep cut here, Scott Peril. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. I apologize if I'm not. He was a computer programmer. Now he's a winner on the PGA Tour Champions. Just let you know, kids, (laughs) never give up your hopes. But a winner in the Club Corp Championship up in Las Colinas, Texas. So stay in school, kids. You can still be a golfer. Mark, uh, what are the chances? You're going to try and get out there for a couple qualifiers? Monday qualifier tomorrow for the local, maybe. I you're playing with some pros. You're playing with some pros of your own, aren't you? I don't. I mean, I did want to brag, uh, but um, I am going to be in this week's uh, Inspirity uh, Invitational Pro Am on Wednesday. Uh, if you've got nothing else to do, and well, if you really have nothing else to do, come out and take a look. I think I'm in the a- one of the afternoon waves. I think there's multiple waves of the Pro Am. Don't know who we got yet, but uh, excited nonetheless to tee it up on a pro course there at the TPC or sorry, the tournament course at the Woodlands Country Club. I don't know if Miller's still out there, but I, I hope you get Johnny. That'd be, <sighs> you could die happy. <laughs> Straight up the fall line putts. That's all I hope I get if it's Johnny Miller. All right. Well, we, we cannot wait uh, for a report back on that round. Next and we'll week. go ahead and yep. go ahead and move on. Now we're going to go over to round ball. Still in the playoffs, guys. I'm sure you didn't Still in forget. the playoffs. I'm going to give Chance uh, for Steven here to redact his comments about Luca and Lithuania. Ooh. Turns out the guy's from – he's from Slovenia. Uh, but the world, or at least the Dallas world, awaited his return. Uh, game four, I think he put up 30-plus, but uh, wasn't enough for the win. So all tied up. 
two apiece game four, but you got Luca back. I think you called him the shooting Lithuanian, but uh, shooting Slovenian has a nicer well, ring to it. Well, my apologies to the Doncic family. I got mixed up with all the Slavs over there. Um, he is an awesome member of this Dallas Mavericks team. I'm glad to see that he's back. I did see some video of him kind of limping around. I wasn't convinced he's going to play in the series, but uh, all tied up. Now it's a three-game series, and hopefully uh, coming back to Dallas next game, they can uh, take a dub. Well, and of course, the uh, Sixers are still firmly in the driver's seat. They uh, blew the chance for the sweep, but uh, up 3-1. So Sixers still my my favorite to win it all. I don't even uh, know if I can name another favorite in the East. Uh, I think Phoenix was the overall favorite, but uh, Devin Booker having some problems. So hmm. uh, anyway, I'll go ahead and make sure I keep you guys informed of what's going in yeah, uh, going do. on in the playoffs. So we got several months left, but uh, have we hit the all-star forward, break yet? Hold on. Look forward, <laughs> look forward to a hockey playoff oh, segment coming yeah. in. I think the stars are a shoe in. Is that right? No, we're not a shoe in. We're uh, we are Last wild card slots, couple games left, all in Dallas, um, and yeah, we're we're right on the edge. And if we do get in, uh, we're going to play the Colorado Avs, the best in the West, and they'll probably shellac us. But at least we get in the playoffs. But yeah, coming down the wire, big stars guy. Is shellac a hockey term? Uh, no, I could have gone with a couple Canadians like. Uh, Uppercut to the chin there, eh? Something like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> How about a waxing? Just waxing. like the Zamboni driver. Wax. There you yeah. go. All right, boys. Well, I'm thirsty. So we go ahead and move into the drink review segment of the program. Uh, just a reminder for those of you that haven't downloaded already, uh, Mr. Snyder will do the domestic reviews. Mr. Haddock's will try to change the balance of his blood alcohol level doing the liquor segment. And I will, of course, be doing the finer craft beers that are out there. Let's go ahead and start with Mark. What you got for us this week? Yeah, so I went with, a, yeah, again, it's domestic. Uh, I am a domestic guy. I like to sponsor and encourage people to drink local um i went with uh i'm showing it to the viewers as well michelob ultra it, oh, it's wow. when you want the taste of beer without all the ramifications of beer you know it's got uh 2.6 carbs it it might not even have an alcohol um uh volume in it but uh you know i wanted the taste of beer um it's you know it says it right on the can it's a superior light beer uh, I might also have, or I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to have some of your Michelob Ultra this evening. And she looked at me funny, but I, I, Hey, I think it's a superior beer and it tastes good. It's smooth. Uh, and you know, it, it reminds me of uh, all the other great beers that we, we produce here in the United States of America. Would you good... get it again? Uh, you know, I know we like to close with recommendations. I personally, um, We'll get it again because my wife asks me to buy it when I go to the store, when I'm allowed to go to the store. Um, so, yeah, I, I will buy it again. Will I drink it again? That's, a, that's you know, I'm going to try to cycle through it here again for our viewers and our listeners. Uh, a lot of domestics. 
no, I'm probably not going to drink it again after this. This is probably my, well, I'm a one and done here. I'm Michelob Ultra. It pairs well with pasta with that little carbs. Pairs what, what well were you going to say, Stephen? Pasta. I was going to say, they, they always have some great athletes uh, for their advertisements. Brooks Kepka, shout out another golf guy. Brooks is on there a lot. Yeah. Um, I can tell he's not the best actor, but, you know, they get the job done. They got big names. Not sure if that pulls more people to drink that uh, very I mean, watered it's good. down it's beer. Fine. But, I mean, it's pretty, you know, it's good. And it's, it comes it's nice in a can. A, you know, that you can the tall it, skinny, the tall skinny. So if you got dainty hands, large hands, it fits all. Hands. That's my issue. Doesn't fit the standard koozie. So then yeah, you, look like a no good. And you look like a goose. I have a special koozie. Yeah, Again, for our viewers, koozie. it's a skinny koozie. Well, that doesn't fit right. some of my favorites. So. Yeah. All right. Guys, let's talk about some let's liquor. Move on. What you got let's for us this on. week, Stephen? Well, for last week, I broke out the uh, Smoke Wagon straight. This week, I decided to keep it rolling. Smoke Wagon, again, shout out Vegas. Uh, it's not the good Kentucky juice, but it is very good for outside of Kentucky. So this is the Smoke Wagon small batch. Uh, it runs about $50 a bottle. Again, really good. Oaky, smoky. Um, lots of vanilla in this one. Really, really uh, uh, sweeter than what I'd expect. Not too sweet to where it uh, becomes very gimmicky and close to like a fireball or something like that mm. uh but again really good um sip this neat sip it on a sip it on an ice block either way uh 50 bucks about the right price point it's allocated so it's tough to find but it is pretty good um yeah been enjoying smoke wagon is, is this less general purpose than the one you had last week uh yeah last one was a little bit more of the fun it could be more of like a mixer it's nothing nothing real special but this this one's good this one you can definitely drink neat uh this is one you want to break out for friends potentially definitely have better <laughs> ones but i'd break it out for y'all if y'all want to sit you pour Feel a little free. coke over this or no you don't put coke in this no one. no not this one okay that's sacrilege remember i'm drinking Michelob ultra so i don't know yeah. a lot about the yeah the mixers Unreal. Well, if, if you break out the smoke wagon again next week, we may not believe that you're buying different ones every week. No, I already got one for next week. Once we go live, uh, you know, our first true live one that we're going to get on Apple, shout out Apple, figure it out. Um, but I'll break out the good stuff. Big surprise coming next week. And I can't wait. Look forward to it. All right. So for, uh, for my craft review. What do you so, got? Yeah. Yeah. If you remember last week, I mentioned community here in Dallas actually happened upon their building uh, over there by the uh, whatever interchange spaghetti roads here in Dallas. Still haven't learned them. Uh, cool place. But uh, this week I'm featuring fresh kicks out of Blanco, Texas. Anybody know where Ooh, that is? I do. Wow. Looks Blanco, like it's basically nor Texas? north of San Antonio, kind of yeah. west of Texas right there. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, fe yeah, featuring Texas crafts thus far, but uh, this one, I would say, uh, you know, decent color, a decent head on it. You know, it's pretty pungent though. It's got yeah. uh, it's got a lot of grapefruit that comes through, and interestingly, this also has quite a few flakes in it. Um, flakes. So, yeah, unfiltered. Flakes. Is that normal? <laughs> the ultra doesn't have any flakes. Like Usually gold, like gold, mm. like uh, what's that? What's that liquor? Gold, 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 gold
So this one's okay. I, I don't like it as much as the yes, sir, but I, uh, I would have to say yes, probably go with something else next time. So <laughs> I think we are maybe one for three this week on repeats. Uh, can I get one fun word to describe that? Your fresh kicks, non-dictionary, kind of a little, little, add a little pizzazz to a word to describe fresh kicks for me, Mike. I would say gnarly. Gnarly. Mm. Is that gnarly. not in the dictionary? Brings me back. Well, I had to pull out my uh, SNES Super Mario Brothers super level. Let's mm. go in between gnarly, tubular. Yeah. I'm sure you That's remember. Fair. We'll we'll get oh, into yeah. those in a future one. Also, a place here uh, called Hop and Sting. Uh, I'll be doing my uh, rehearsal dinner there later in the year. Shout out, plug, go ahead and sponsor. Uh, they had one today called the chocolate chip cookie dough uh and it was fantastic it uh it's right up there they've got a they've got another one called red velvet cake so maybe not when we sweet. do an on location there yeah on lo- oh. no not too sweet not too sweet when we do an on location there uh like they sponsor us we'll uh go through all their beers but yeah okay all right let's move on uh we're you know we're gonna keep things light and uh varietal here uh i want to go ahead and talk about F1 this week. So, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I know you guys are kind of motherhood and apple pie Chevrolet guys, but I want to go ahead and expand your world. We're going to be talking about soccer here, some F1. Uh, obviously, I'm uh, spent most of my life in Indy. So I'm a, you know, Indy 500 guy. I got a little mm-hmm. bit of racing in my blood. But uh, let's talk about F1 this week. So, uh, there's probably a couple things going on that you guys don't really know about. I'll, I'll inform you about that here in a second. But what do you what do you guys know about F1? What do you when you hear F1? What do you guys think about, Stephen? I think of that uh, Netflix show. I can uh, was it Drive to Survive, something like that. Yeah. I know that that has made a lot of good press. Uh, a lo- yeah, a lot of the good press has made a lot of people go to F1, and now it's uh, front of your TV screen every. Saturday, Sunday morning, whatever it is, whenever they're driving over there in Europe. So, yeah, a lot of hot press. Okay, but other than that, you don't really know a whole lot about no. the sport. Lewis Hamilton, Verstappen. I know a couple names. I couldn't tell you what teams they're on. I'm familiar with the Constructors Cup. Uh, I know it gets a little heated between teams, but uh, I can't pick one. I maybe say Red Bull. Uh, you know, I like a little Red Bull every now and then. So I'm I'm Team Red Bull. I can't. I think Verstappen's on that, but uh, yeah, I can't tell you anybody else. Team Red Bull, Haddock's here. Mm. What mm. about you, Mark? Yeah, are, is it? Are they in the playoffs yet, or is this? I mean, is this like the NBA? Are they in the playoffs? No, much like soccer, we'll learn there are no playoffs. I mean, there, is there different leagues? Like you, you make it to the Premier League, but then you can be knocked down to the UEFA. League. I mean, I, I, no relegation. I mean, I, relegation. I, I know like, they got. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I mean, I know that they come to Austin. That sounds pretty yeah. neat. I've been, uh, I've been on location uh, in another country when an F1 race happened and it was mm. pretty darn cool to hear. I mean, that's impressive that a, an automobile can make that kind of noise and still function. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not, not blow a piston. Yeah. I mean, it's not normal. I've been to Indy Annapolis um, and I've, I've driven around the brickyard. Um, oh yeah. I, hey, I've taken the tour, bro. I've been in the bus. Were the cops chasing you? 
I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you know, I'm, listen, F1 sounds great. I'm a Mario Andretti, uh, Al Unser, Al Unser Jr., Emerson Fittipaldi. I mean, I go, I go back. I go, again, I'm old. I go back, Rick Mears, you know, welcome to the pros, kind of, I mean, just, <laughs> those are drivers. These guys, I mean, it's all computerized now. I mean, it's all computerized. It's like, uh, should I get some fuel? Sure, bring it in for a pit stop. Uh, and then you get new tires and you're out and it's like push autopilot, I'm sure. Uh, maybe not, I have no clue. But I just, let me, uh, I don't know. Let me re remind me to call you next time I need a filibuster. Um, so a couple things here, and I'm glad that you mentioned Austin because next week's race is actually in Miami. They're headed to South Beach. This will be the first time running down there. That could be quite interesting. I think they're running through the streets there. Uh, now this season, you might notice if you follow at all, you don't see Hamilton's name up there every race like you have in a lot of the previous years. Apparently they've changed the car fundamentally this year. Mm. And the boys over at Ferrari decided to go ahead and just bag all those other seasons. And they've spent all their time getting the car ready for this season. So hmm. Verstappen did win today for Red Bull, but a guy named Leclerc got a Monaco is actually but, dominating the season. He's one of the like, Ferrari guys. It almost looks like a Red Bull can when you hold a Michelob Ultra like this. Go there team you go. Red Look at Bull. that. And, and I, it was crazy. I, I, I'm not an F1 guy, but at flipping channels this morning, I caught the very last lap. They were on 62 out of 63. I watched last lap. So I think you Perfect. can call me an F1 guy. Perfect. And I'm rooting for the winner. I might as well be a Yankees fan. <laughs> Did people throw trash right. at them after they won? Uh, no. So maybe they're that, a little, that up and up and down. They were Italian. They were given the. They were given the, you know, the Italian okay. way. Okay, got it. That's just as bad. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Italians couldn't pull out the win today, Ferrari, but uh, mm. should be. It's going to be an interesting season. I saw an article. It said mm. Hamilton basically said he's throwing in the season already. So, Good. do they have um, restrictor plates? Is that a thing or no? That's NASCAR. You know, I don't really know. Uh, F one. If I had to characterize it, I would say F one was the most like baseball where you could basically pay to win. That was my opinion. And so the constructors that had the most money would, would typically win, Got but it. I think okay. they've tried to have a little bit more, more parody, but more we parody. Can, Got we'll it. deep dive, deep dive on that one. We'll have to see the, uh, okay. the listener count on this episode and whether or not F1 was hitting the mark. So let's go ahead and move on. Uh, you know, we all drink, we all drink coffee here. Uh, I, it. you know, <clears throat> I like to get, north of four or five cups you know during the day so i get all my antioxidants and, uh, and other benefits um i had introduced steven to the community shout out sponsor opportunity community coffee mardi gras uh he's been doing nothing but sending me pics of how he's stockpiling like it's the end of the world and uh and, and i'm and i'm doing the same but uh that's a nice cup of joe isn't it Oh, it's, it is great. I was thoroughly convinced when you said it was Mardi Gras, I, I was you know, like, okay, I'll, I'll look at it. When I picked the bag up, it's a king cake. And I was like, oh, it's another one of these gimmicky. It's going to be super sweet. It's going to be absolute trash. Time and time again, I try these. They're absolute trash. But this one, top notch. This needs to be, they need to change the name, rebrand it, make this a regular on the shelf. Uh, so I'm not having to stockpile them. Just like I told you, squirrels, Squirrel, nuts in the winter. 
Uh, but again, phenomenal coffee. Toasty nuts. Shout out my toasted nuts. Toasted nuts. Um, I can't. Yeah. I can't get enough of the stuff. I cannot get are, enough. Are you concerned that the production line will stop soon for the Mardi Gras and you won't be able to restock? Yeah. Well, I mean, have, have, have we? It is seasonal. Have we called the community reps to see if it's? Oh, it is. So we confirmed it's a seasonal blend. It. I mean, I it is a seasonal for Mardi Gras. Um, mm. I, you know, I don't think we're big enough to get in with community yet. No, uh, no, no. but I, I yeah. just have you picked up a bag yet, Snyder? Because if you haven't, I do, I believe you're probably a guy that's picked up HEB San Antonio blend. That's and my sister, my sister was is. telling me she ran into somebody who drives an hour just to get the K cups. How's that? Yeah. Have you tried that? It's, uh, I have, and it's one of the most fantastic blends I've had. It's actually the one Ooh. that I've got right now that I'm using in my French press. I grind it myself. I think the San Antonio blend is a, it's a brilliant compilation of flavors. Um, I, I, I get it every time uh, that somebody goes to the store to shop. Again, remember, I'm not allowed to shop very often because uh, I come home with things that we don't need. That's a different podcast. I'm working through some issues. Um, I have put the Mardi Gras community on the list. However, get it. the shopper has not secured it or procured it as i have asked unacceptable Again, i, I we, have, we're gonna we, need we a talk review about, ne- yep, i know next week on the podcast we're gonna need a a live comparison <laughs> i'm playing in the, the insanity Sanity pro-am and i'm gonna have mardi gras coffee you've heard it here how's, first, the, tra- how's the trademark the how's the trademarking going <laughs> it's going you'd, you'd be shocked about the internet uh, these days and trademarking and Copywriting. It's not simple. All right. Well, I did uh, mention to the, the listeners that uh, I would do a my, little research. I, oh, okay. yeah. No, no. Okay. You know, I, yeah, I you're, add, you're, you're the host. Go ahead. Please. I, I just want to add that I also have rocked a new flavor of Nespresso this morning. Mm. A Colombian. Must be nice. Nespresso. Mm. It was fantastic. And I realized we've gone too long with coffee. So I'll I'm just going to leave that in the air wafting next week. Maybe I'll talk about my Nespresso adventures. I got right, well, to compare all three. I got a yes. hypothesis why the Colombian so good. But yeah, Nespresso is great. Shout out. It's the, chi- it's the chicory. It's the chicory. Hmm. Sorry. But Mike, I did, back to you. I, I did owe the listeners uh, at least a, a quick research on the best way to store coffee at home. I was uh, dead wrong. It seems like the fridge freezer option is actually quite bad. So uh, if anybody wants to send in gifts to the podcast, I need a uh, opaque airtight container to put in a dark uh, room temperature place. And apparently that is the best. That's- Oh, I, I have one of those. I use it once I open Ooh. a bag, I put on a clip, and then I you put it in one of those airtight canisters. You, you push down this little stopper, it pushes out the air. But my problem is now that I have a couple of these extra bags, what do I do with them? Are they okay to sit out? So, yeah, good question for the listeners. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend the uh, airtight canister. But if there was a way to store coffee, I was. The exact opposite, dead wrong. So I will uh, fix mm. that, and <sighs> I can't wait. To, can't wait for the week ahead. Makes it well, that if you much think better. it's good now, just imagine how good it's going to be when you store it properly. So I'm excited. I know you. you're going to be able to pick up today. <laughs> he said north of four to five, which could be more than six. 
We can talk I, about workplace coffee another episode. So, okay. uh, you know, we take a lot of uh, we take a lot of risks on this podcast. We keep things moving, which means that we've got quite a few corrections uh, that we have to do uh, every week. So, last week I was asking uh, Mark and Stephen what they thought of pool time. Um, so, so Mark was deemed to be the show's Wilson. But uh, I mentioned that was on a on a program called TGIF. Uh, Thank goodness it's Friday. Thank goodness it's funny. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Uh, ran in the the 80s and the 90s. I I was wrong. Uh, tool time not a part of TGIF. But I'm sure if you're like me, uh, you know, and approaching 40, mid 30s, uh, you probably enjoyed some TGIF. So, uh, Stephen, I don't know if that was in your wheelhouse. So I'll, I'll ask Mark first. Did you have a favorite? on TGIF you know that was back when we didn't have DVR and you actually had to to make plans and you could you know go to the fridge during commercial break any favorites yeah, yeah family matters hence Urkel was my guy um his his insatiable desire to be liked yet um have characteristics that were just not not great you know um and he was he was a, he was a weird dude, but uh, yeah, Family Matters that was my my favorite. Carl Winslow, funny guy. I saw an article come out here where Dallas is going to uh, restrict the maximum waist size for police officers now. So oh man, Carl, <laughs> might be a little tough for Carl these days on the force, but he is a hell of a guy. What about you, Stephen? Yeah, I think mine was Boy Meets World. Um, I think it was just great camaraderie, showing some friends. Um, I think we all, no matter your age, had a little bit of a crush on Topanga. <laughs> and then you Ooh. just had the cool next-door neighbor, uh, Mr. Feeney, also the teacher. Man. Uh, I mean, great, uh, always great situations they were in, very relevant. But yeah, uh, shout out to Topanga. You know, I was I was thinking about I'm, I was thinking about Boy Meets World. I was thinking about you know Perfect Strangers, maybe Sabrina. Uh, oh, but for me, that was another one. Yep. For me, it's Step by Step, and it was just oh, the hijinks man. with Patrick Duffy and that conglomeration of families. Like that was just uh, just step a classic show. By step. Anybody yeah. remember the name of the guy that lived in the van? I think it was. No. I think it was Cody. Cody. But uh, yeah, they don't they don't make them like that anymore. Not like that. Sticking hmm. with shows, though, uh, you know, we last week we featured some of uh, we opined on Seinfeld and King of Queens. This week, I want to opine on another great classic sitcom series pioneer, The Office. Uh, you know, let's keep it keep it fast moving today before we do some deep dives later on. But uh, what's your guys' favorite episode of The Office? What comes to mind? I'm going to start with you, Mark. Uh, greatest episode uh, here of late that I've I've now watched a couple times is uh, Andy Bernard wants to impress his parents because his brother is uh, played by Josh Groban. Uh, is a great singer and so what he tries to do he's not only trying to impress his parents but impresses impresses boss uh robert saturday or sunday forget his name california Um, california California. uh but he he gets dwight to host a garden party at the shroot beet farm and uh the undercurrent of it all is that dwight buys this book online 
uh, on how to host garden parties, but it's really Jim uh, playing the protagonist, antagonist, all in one here to uh, get Dwight to do things that you don't do at garden parties. It was fantastic. Uh, I think one of the one of my greatest episodes that I've been watching here of late. There's many in the office, but I, I have watched that one. Really like it. It's it's pretty gutsy though to go with a Robert Saturday. I know that's deep into the, Michael I know, Scott. I know, I know it's deep, but it's been good. It's uh, I, I, anyway, yeah. Michael Scott, may he rest in peace. I think some some huge fans of The Office would probably claim that that's sacrilege to pick one without Michael Scott. I'm but, also uh, drinking Michelob Ultra, so he is white girl wasted. All right, but, what about you? What say you, Stephen Haddix? Um, you know, this one was tough because again, you know, how can you pick a favorite when it's all just the best? I agree. But, uh, I think I had to go with stress relief because, you know, the season five episode, it's good all throughout, you know, a couple key highlights starts off fast opening, uh, Dwight setting things on fire, locking doors, asking people what's the procedure. Cause he's mad. Cause nobody paid attention to his safety demonstrations. Um, and then you got Michael Scott freaking out uh and yelling some obscenities uh then they go to uh, new york and they're meeting with uh david wallace and michael scott's having to uh make sure uh dwight does not get fired so some great lines and dialogue there and to wrap it off they have the cpr uh then they all start singing dwight cuts the face off because they only have so long to uh harvest the organs uh-huh. so again it's 30 minutes of hilarity Awesome episode, stress relief. That was a good, good pick. Good one. Mine good is, uh, yeah, it's tough to pick a favorite. I really like the basketball episode. I kind of get vibes of the Along Came Polly, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> I think, you know, Michael throws one over the backboard, got a little underhand on the free throws. Uh, <sighs> Dwight ends up being a ringer. And then, of course, at the end, you know, this is early on, so Michael's still got the – interesting kind of slick back hair and uh daryl's right in his face there saying uh, who's gonna work this weekend and michael just you know he just folds like a cheap lawn chair so uh i really like that one you know for me the the opening where where kevin dumps the chili just incredible oh fantastic uh, you know bell schnickel uh that's dallas and then i really love the one where michael has a. Uh, Lunch with the mob guy. And he says, oh, yeah. uh, he'll send, uh, I send it back. I use that quite often. Back. So for my money, it's it's that one. Take the gabagool. Gabagool. I want to introduce a new segment here, guys, called uh, Marnak the Mediocre. So, you know, Mark, he's uh, obviously up there in age, unfortunately, like Johnny Carson. Uh, my question for Marnak this week is, will Phil or Tiger... Win another major, and I'm not. I'm not talking Champions Tour here. I'm talking a regular PGA Tour. Yeah, help me out with the question. So, okay, you do, you're talking regular tour. No, regular. like no Tiger World Challenge. No nothing. I mean, you're nothing. Yeah, not Saudi. Talk, not Saudi. No Saudi. Majors, not okay, Philly not the Hero majors. World. Yeah. I mean, Not hold on. NIL majors. Nothing. Okay. Uh, will they win again? Ladies and gentlemen, you can't see what he's doing now, but he's got the envelope. Got the envelope. This is, I mean, this was put in here before I knew what this question was. <laughs> the answer is no. 
No, so I mean, Phil, Phil coming off a win at Kiowa, basically an impossible course for him to win. Tiger, I mean, just I just lost I don't know. I don't know. Finished I mean, walk, finished walking Augusta. Here's the deal, Mike, and I know it's it's your your segment, but um, I want Tiger to win again. But this envelope right here that I got from apparently MetLife uh, has never been wrong. Ever been wrong. I want I want Tiger to win again, Phil. I don't know what's going on with that guy again like last week. I'm all about second chances, but I just – I don't know. I just don't see it. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm yep. recording that in the official weekend at Berkman's yep. record. So we will revisit that often. All right. Well, we're getting close to the end of the evening, getting on to our week. Uh, Two things I'd like from you guys before we close out. One here is your favorite Dairy Queen blizzard. There's a few uh, summer flavors they're promoting. Oreo dirt pie, caramel fudge cheesecake, Thin Mint, and Nesli drumstick. All guaranteed to increase the waistline. But I'd, I'd like your favorite Dairy Queen blizzard concoction. And then in our local knowledge segment to round it out, any thoughts for the week for the millions of listeners? Mark, let's start with you. Uh, summer folks okay so for summer flavors i'm going thin mint i don't know how you beat the frozen thin mint flavor mix it with a little vanilla um i mean I, it's it's frankly making me drool a little bit right now um i think my standby is typically butterfinger but uh thin mint i think summertime i'll, I'll indulge uh i'll get a small maybe upsize it to a medium i don't know see how i feel uh thoughts for the week I, you know, I just hope everybody out there recognizes that uh, you're going to have different opinions with other people, and that's okay. I think it's important to talk and discuss and not necessarily just jump to the conclusion that somebody that has a different opinion than you is a bad person. I think we need to get back to civil discussions around here. That's my thought for the week. I look forward to telling you about my insperity win, and I'm in a member guest. Two wins. Put it on the chalkboard. Thank you, old man. Let's go over to yep. Steven. Yeah, I would say for the DQ Blizzard, I'm going to have to go with the Choco Brownie Extreme. It is the one I get when they have it. I think those summer flavors sound great. Um, I'm not normally a big brownie guy, but this in the Blizzard, top notch. Definitely don't recommend this to the Dallas PD because it will put on the waistline and you will not meet your goal and you will get canned. So shout out Dallas PD. Uh, thoughts for the week. I'm going to keep this on sports. Uh, talking about what we were talking about earlier with hockey. Uh, go Dallas Stars. Hopefully you can round up the next couple games. Uh, go Stars. Pucks and net. All right. Uh, for me, it's really, I'll go with their Oreo dirt pie. I love a good brownie, something or other. I don't know what that's like, uh, but I, you know, I always do Snickers, Reese's. You can't beat it. Uh, you know, thoughts for the week. There's a new restaurant here, Michelin Star, Carbone Dallas. I will be hunting for reservations this week. So if you have any tips, reach out. Thanks, everyone, for joining, and we'll catch you next week.